Doug and Marty versus the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and Prologue Digital Advertising Agency. Round one, go. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. It is a new month, a new show. I, I just feel like a whole new man. Uh, this is Doug Bassler. <laughs> this is Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. What do you mean by, by a brand new man, brother? I'm just well, saying. I'm thinking- it, it's just, you know, there's something about summer, you know, and I know summer doesn't actually start for a couple of weeks, but, you know, once you're in June, you're in summer, right? I mean, it's kind of like it's it's a hangover from those years when we used to go to school and stuff, right? When summer vacation used to be June, July, and August instead of just July and August, like it is for the yeah. kids nowadays. Um, but yeah, um, I am absolutely uh, ecstatic that the weather's been great over here in Western Washington, and uh, that that I've have I have eight count them eight spectacularly awesome tomato plants growing, and that's good. Really. Yeah, okay. I've only done one before. Uh, Did you grow them up, right side up or upside down? Because some people grow them that upside down. It, I, I actually got these like um, big white like box things and at mm-hmm. the at the hardware store. It was a hardware store you might have heard of called McClendon's. Anyway, yes. um, I, I I know you shop there too, and uh, people are like is Marty McClendon with that McClendon's hardware? I go yeah, associated with him. I go yeah, he shops there. Just like else. <laughs> um, but uh, then I got some uh, topsoil, and so I got. I also did some uh, some uh, jalapeno peppers and stuff like that. So I got a salsa garden, bro. Salsa garden. Nice. That's nice. very inclusive of me, right? I'm not just doing. Uh, I'm not just doing European stuff. I'm doing, you know, other kind of stuff. You are open uh, to all types of foods and and uh, vegetables, right? There we go. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> you know, um, speaking of rocks. Okay, oh, we were. We were. Were we speaking about rocks? Well, no. I, because I have good topsoil, I don't have to deal with the rocks. But if you throw a rock into any crowd, you are likely to hit a candidate for president. Uh, so, <laughs> what do you think about that, brother? <laughs> it's funny, you know. Uh, we're going to see the same thing for governor here in Washington State. I, I just know it. I've been in it before. I just don't know why we do this. I know this is on the on the left as well, um, but. Yeah, it seemed like, okay, it's in the water. Well, I want to get out first. I want oh, I want to run. And I think a lot of it, and you and I have been involved in politics for a long, uh, quite a while now. And we feel called to it, feel like we can make a difference. We've, we were confident before politics. So it's not like we gain confidence by being in it because it beats you down a bit, you know, as you're out there fighting and stuff, but it's still fun. What I'm saying though, is there's got to be a little bit of ego involved. Don't you think? Um when there's so many people goes, yep, I'm going to run for president of the United States. It takes a lot. Even, even the ones that win had to have a whole lot of moxie to, to put up and realize that's a big deal, brother. So, you know, uh, I know Inslee ran once, got 1% and probably going to do it again. Um, no, it was uh, one-tenth of 1%. Okay, one-tenth of 1%. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully what Bob Ferguson gets for governor as well. You know what's interesting about that too, brother? If you're, let's say there's 50 states, which there are, right? I know the question is not that big, but you would think that you would get, at least get 150th, maybe, maybe one 100th, 
Uh, 1% maybe? No. Uh, so even most of Washingtonians didn't vote for Inslee in the primary. So I well, think I do know I, I ha- we have a friend, a mutual friend. I'm not going to mention Scott's name on the air, but he ran, <laughs> actually went to the, did I, did I was that my yes. outside voice? Yes, anyway, he, he even went to Iowa and was in the caucuses and stuff like that. He got less than Inslee. So, um, you know, there's no counting. I mean, good on the guy, right? He did go right. do something and whatever. He had some money to spend. And personally, I'd really go to like sandals or something, but you know, whatever. Um, so are you, so the question that's on everybody's lips, of course, yeah. brother, is you know are you going to run for president i mean that's everybody's they're hanging on the edge of their seat I know. When, when are you going to announce and take a breath right come on you know yep. i want to see until the crowd gets about 20 25 deep then i'm jumping in i'm just well, telling you, you when you ran for <laughs> lieutenant governor it was about 16 i think if i remember right so and you did, and you came out on top which was great until the general election when you were you know soundly beaten by the uh, other guy um yeah yeah, yeah there we go <laughs> I thought when you started the show, uh, and I don't want to get too far off on, on tangent here because we want to talk about um, the the want to be president right now that's making a mockery of the POTUS position. But uh, I saw an article literally says Pentagon axes drag shows at bases after GOP criticism. First of all, um, that's not a way of becoming a brand new man, by the way. That's why I laughed when you said that. Um, but why were they having drag shows on military bases anyway? And it's, it, what's the correlation? I mean, it's, it's bad enough. They're trying to do it in front of our kids. Right. You know, but, but isn't our military supposed to be defending us, right? Fighting for our freedoms, you know, protecting our shores. What do you think, brother? Well, y- y- entertainment, you know, I, 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 I'm assuming that there are, reasons why people enjoy, you know, men dressed as ladies, you know, uh, doing, you know, karaoke or what, I, I don't know. I've never seen a drag show, brother. I've never been to grade school since they had them. So I don't know what they are. Um, right. but, uh, yeah, I'm assuming they're, it's not like, uh, you're ordered to go to the drag, sh- you know, I mean, it's kind of like how popular do you think drag shows are? On the military base. I mean, I think it's, I mean, who knows? I'm saying, I don't know. You know, I, maybe they're really entertaining, but the, the thing is, it's like, huh, you would think that there'd be probably more open audiences maybe um, to something like this versus uh, our military spending time. I, I'm, they have the, what's the SSO, whatever it is, the, um, um, where they um, have singers and songwriters and, um, um, comedy acts and so forth and and come and play for the troops, the USO. Um, So I get that. I just didn't know why it didn't seem to make a connection, if you will, besides the entertainment value. So um, interesting stuff that in the, in the midst of all of the news that we seem to be dumped on us, right. To your point, many more people jumping into the presidential race, more people jumping into the governor's race. You know, we're looking at, what we should be looking at at the local races, right? The school boards and the city councils and so forth, that the races are underway and a a certain race in King County for election supervisor as well. Um, But you're right. So what do you, what do you, so, so, you know, on the, on the GOP side, yeah, they're jumping in Mm -hmm. to the, the jumping into the race. There's, you know, because I believe that the country, you know, we need somebody who, who can fix the mess that, um, the other guy 
did. But on the other side, they're just kind of falling into the falling into the race. You saw the big fall over at the, the Air Force commencement. Um, yeah. Uh, at, what, at what point do you feel bad for him? Other part, like if you feel bad for us. Now, for those that haven't seen it yet, um, the president of the United States is at a graduation ceremony and trips, falls across the stage, ends up on all fours, gets picked up and apparently is okay. But this is a series of trips and falls. He's 80 years old and 80 isn't old. But there's some, there's something wrong. I've, we know. I've seen sixty year olds that were old, brother. I've yeah. seen fifty year olds that were old. So he eighty in his case, eighty is old. The guy has serious dementia problems. Um, there's only you know, basically, if you're Joe Biden and you're you're trying to you know, be as good as as John Fetterman, that's a problem. You know, if you're <laughs> working on like, can I at least be as good as Fetterman? Um, you know, so this is this is what's going on on the other side. And you've got, um, you know, RFK, uh, Robert Fitzgerald Kennedy Jr. So his yes. dad was Bobby Kennedy that was assassinated back in 68 was, uh, John F. Kennedy's, um, uh, Nephew, uh right? yeah. Attorney yeah. general. Yes. Uh, so, uh, but he was, uh, RFK senior was John F. Kennedy's attorney general who was busting the, the mob and stuff like that. And then now of course it's come out. The CIA had some, a hand in the JFK assassination, stuff like that. So my question to you, so on the other side, that's, that's your, that's kind of your, your other, I mean, we didn't go through, you know, Tim Scott and now uh, Larry Elder and all these people that are into this looks like Mike Pence. Uh, everybody's trying to get in there. I mean, I don't personally have a, a, you know, a wish to get in there and, and have a name put on me by Donald Trump, but you know, if that's what they want to do, then, you know, God bless them. But do you think that Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, can survive this? Do you think that 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 the uh, intelligence community will have him indeed um, eliminated from the? That is a a very good question. Depending on well whether or not he'll toe the line if he gets in. I think the Democrats, the left in general, with um, Joe Biden, uh, Kamala Harris is not an option. They don't have any other viable option on the left that's actually voter friendly. So uh, Kennedy is very attractive to the moderate um, Democrats. Some some mainstream sort of um, moderate Republicans have been very friendly of some of the things he said, like liking what he said, which concerns me because he's still a Democrat. Um, but I, I think that long as it's kind of one of those things, if he doesn't like um, confront and outright disregard the radical left, kind of toes the line, says some nice things. Like we see a lot of these sort of middle of the road, oh, he's a nice guy or a nice girl that wins in Washington State for Congress, right? Whatever, I'm thinking about Kilmer and those guys over there, that they seem nice, but they're really radical. If he pulls that line, I think he, um, he'll he survive. Um, but if he actually comes out stronger, um, you you got a good point. Uh, even though he may be their only shot, uh, on the left to maintain power, if you will, uh, because of his appeal and, and his background, and his family lineage, lineage, if you will. So I, I think he'll survive unless he gets elected. And then we're worried. Then I'm worried. You know what I mean? Well, and his main, I would say that that Robert Kennedy Jr. is what we would call a classic liberal. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, yes. He, yes. he's against big government. He's against big farmers. He's a, 
against the big military industrial complex. That is why they must destroy him. I mean, they attacked him. They call him anti-vaxxer, but he's, you know, he's against big pharma. He doesn't, right. you know, he, he's the one that's been demanding that they do studies on autism, which they have never done any studies on autism for vaccinated children and autism right. has exploded. And um, so I think that's, that's good. And so, uh, you know, at least that will bring attention, you know, attention. It's like when Tambourine got into the Secretary of State's mm -hmm. race. Nobody was talking about election integrity until she got in. Then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it. So hopefully he draws that to it. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware of um, the prophecy that was given by, um, uh, let's see, it's uh, Chris, uh, Chris Reed, right? The Morningstar guy. So no, okay. he had said, he had said at the beginning of the year, so back in January of 2023, maybe even uh, New Year's Eve, so uh, 2022, but he said that Joe Biden would not finish his term, that Kamala Harris would be president for a little while, is what he said, and he said it would, uh, the sign would be that Joe Biden would fall and he would have an, a physical a hard physical fall first. And I think we saw that this Thursday. So that I looked, it reminded me of that and I kind of forgotten about it. And so, um, and then now you, it looks like the FBI is going to cough up the document, right? That they, the McCarthy and team wanted, right? Of mm -hmm. that, that where they had investigated and it looks like a smoking gun that Joe Biden got $5 million for influence peddling bribery. Okay. So, there may come a quick resignation or whatever, but there's going to be a fall of the Biden family. That's, I believe that that's kind of inevitable. Unfortunately, our first female president of color could be an absolute idiot. Um, but I mean, it's no worse than John Fetterman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. both, both Biden and Harris are in the John Fetterman school of communication. So they're both working on it. So I have this question. And have you seen that video, by the way, of J.P. Sears? The yes. So I'm referring oh. to J.P. Sears did a John Fetterman School of Public Speaking video. It is hilarious. Lori and I were literally like we were sitting in a fast food uh, restaurant watching it and we were just roaring with laughter. So if you ever uh, get a chance to go see that. Um, but these this is an interesting time. And, you know, I think honestly, Marty, I think this stuff had to happen. I think the Lord's timing is perfect. I think the Lord knows exactly what he's doing. And all of this, you know, where you and I could be like prosecuted the full extent of the law as, you know, people who are on the right, but the left can do anything, shoplift, murder, all this stuff. I mean, we still, after all this time, have not seen the manifesto from the, the trans person that shot up the, mm -hmm. the Christian school, right? We still haven't seen that because it's it's anti-God. It's anti, you know, obviously, right? And they're, you know, they're, they don't want to paint, especially in Pride Month, um, the trans community as being, you know, whatever. And, um, but, you know, brother. Yes. I have been, you know, I've re I read the Bible and I actually said this uh, to my you know, wife a few years ago, I said, you know, I've read the Bible and, and, you know, right now the gays and all that, they're all the nice people and they're funny to watch on sitcoms and, you know, everything's cool. And they're doing this, you know, PR job on us. I said, but they get mean, they get real mean, they get mean to where they want to assault angels. Right. And so, you know, just 
I'm just saying, like, I think that po possibly could be happening. Now I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but you know, I'm just saying historical precedence shows that, you know, and you had talked about this. What, what was it you talked about? Like the camel's nose under the tent. Well, all we want is domestic partnerships. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, Oh, now we want, uh, you know, marriage. And now, now we want, we don't want tolerance. We want celebration, affirmation. Yep. So it just continually more, more, more. Right. And then it's forced on you. And if you're not celebrating, then even if you believe something different then you're a hater, yeah, it started off with, okay, we want equal rights, and then we want everything but marriage, and then it was marriage, and then it was, we don't want marriage, marriage is, you know, it's, we understand there's an agenda, the Clower Piven, it's, it's, uh, has been played out uh, dramatically well on their part, financed well, driven, but it's never what they tell you. And of course, everything that we've seen over the last probably decade to 20 years, uh, it has been really in our face, has been the destruction of those things that all the things we hold dear, but all things that God calls uh, uh, man, woman, relationship, marriage, kids, uh, procreating, right? Filling the earth, uh, hard work, um, honoring God first, all those things, even our founding forefathers, all this stuff is everything that we believe in. Was, has been under assault. And now it's, you have to believe the opposite of those things to be inclusive and so forth. It, well, and, it under, is, and under force of law. Yeah, under force of law, under the, the, at, the, at the point of a gun, as we talked about the weaponized IRS agents. And so we, and we know this is spiritual warfare. We know that all of this, but really they're out to, they, I mean, it's God, good versus evil, God versus the devil, but it's beyond that socialism, communism versus a free America, a free nation. Um, the idea that we're free here. So we've talked about this over and over, but we're seeing this carried out. It's almost like we're the frogs in the pot, if you will. It's gotten hotter and hotter. And hotter. Now we're surrounded by this, like, oh, you must comply, wear a mask, not go to school, not go to things, unless you have a certain agenda. Like you said too, the uneven scales, all of these things, as the word of God says that in the last days, right, they will call evil good and good evil, right? Uh, and what's we're seeing, anything that's upside down, it's like, it's like, what is going on? Well, we know what's going on. God said it's going to happen. And to your point, things are being exposed. Even in the midst of that, like you said, I believe as well, not really prophetically even. Um, but yeah, the, the Biden family and his whole um, exposed corruption has got to fall. It's got to be exposed. It's got to be held accountable. There's so much other things that should follow, whether it be the Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein list, or the you know the Adam Schiff or all the lies and so forth. We've got to stand for principle as a nation. And part of that principle is if we're going to hold these people that we've elected to a higher standard, and we haven't for such a long time. And to your point, um, God is never late. God is on time. But I I would be concerned, brother, if I was one of one of them at this point in time. Uh, pushing this stuff because they're doing it to the children. And what does God say? Or did Jesus say about doing it to the children? Not good, brother. Yeah. You know, and I was actually reading, I've been reading revelation. I just finished it today. And um, so what I did was I read Genesis and um, then I would talk about father Abraham here in a second. Cause we have a modern one now. Um, right. The um, uh, and then I thought, well, I'll read revelation, right? So here's the beginning and the, the kind of the conclusion and um babylon did you know that when they threw it said with this violence babylon will be destroyed and they threw a millstone into the ocean 
So that tells me because Jesus said that it'd be better for a millstone to be hung around your neck and thrown in the sea than to mess with the kids. Right. That right. was what he said. Right. I thought, oh, there's another clue of who Babylon is. Babylon is the one messing with the kids. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm hoping that America is not <laughs> Babylon. I'd rather be the two wings of a great eagle that, you know, a place where we can hide out. So there's, a, you know, I don't know where America is in there. Um, but I, I can just tell you this, man, the fear of the Lord by the fear of the Lord, you depart from evil. By the fear of the Lord, it's clean. You get cleaned up. By the fear of the Lord, you get wisdom. You get smart. Your brain gets clear. Everything clears up. And so I want to encourage all of our listeners, especially those that don't know the Lord, go read Revelation. Go read about the great white throne and whose, fa whose face causes earth and heaven to flee away, but there's no place found for them. Who opens the books, who judges every living human being by their deeds. Did you know it says that? By their deeds. By so their the, deed. Yeah. Wow. The de so the deed we want to do is the deed where we say, Jesus, I make you my Lord and Savior. Jesus, forgive me my sins. I need to be covered by the blood. And the book of Revelation is, you know, in a lot of ways can be very scary, but it's also very victorious. Obviously, God wins. And there's, mm -hmm. a, there's an innumerable multitude that have, a th that, that win over, uh, the mark of the beast and his image and all this stuff the, actually the image, you know, the Greek word for image of the beast is icon. It's the same word we use today for our computers. It's that, that's the word. If you go look it up in your Strong's dictionary, wow. image of the beast is icon. And um, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there that I think is paralleling um, things. Let's okay. Interesting. Do you mind if I deviate a little bit? So Please, the, go four, for it. the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Okay. So I really felt like I needed to go look at that in, in the strongs and all that. So the, the very, the first, he opens the first seal and there's a white horse that comes out with a crown and he's got a, a bow. It says he's got a bow, like a bow and arrow bow. Right. And he right. rides out to conquer. Well, you know what a crown is, right? It's okay. a, it's yeah. a, it's a Corona. A crown okay. is a, a crown is a corona. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Do you know what the word bow is in the Greek? No, what? Toxin. Really? Really? Yes. T-O-X. It's not T-O-X-I-N. It's T-O-X-O-N. But it means to bring forth too. It's almost like a manufactured disease. And uh, this guy is out and he's got this corona on his head and he's out doing what? Conquering and to conquer. Right. In other words, I've got this disease. You need to do what I tell you. Then the, the red horse comes out and the red horse, what does he do? He gets people to fight against each other. And it's there's all this fire and all this destruction. That sounds a lot like Antifa, BLM, et cetera. Right. And right. then then um, the black horse comes out and you got food shortages. A, a, a homer of wheat for a day's wage. So a lo basically a loaf of bread, you work all day, you get one loaf of bread. How are you going to feed your family, right? There's scarcity, but what is he, but don't touch the oil and don't touch the wine, right? Mm -hmm. So what, what, what have they been messing with lately? Our food supply. Remember the egg thing and all yep. the different things. Yep. All and the then, processing plants. Yep. Now yep. this one really blew me away, brother. This one blew me away that the other one that we call the pale horse, remember the pale rider with Clint Eastwood and all that, the, yep. the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, the pale horse. It's actually the word chorus. It, 
is the word green. It's a green horse. And you oh know what gosh. the you know what the green horse does? What's he, that? He uses all the other three horses. Uh-huh. He's, uh-huh. He 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 kill he brings destruction, he brings civil war, he bring he conquers with the bow, he does he does all of the above, right? And it's the right. green it's the green agenda. Now, brother. Wow, bro. That's pretty that's, good. I'm telling you, I was like, I'm reading my Bible, I'm jotting this stuff down in my journal, and I'm just wanna like, oh my gosh, is this not what we're seeing? Is not what we're seeing. They got this manufactured bringing for toxin. Mm-hmm. called corona it's on their head and they're using that to conquer you got the you got the all that destruction you got a messing with the food supply and then you got the green agenda dude all right there in revelation now people are going to say well doug you're not a bible scholar well maybe i am right <laughs> well, think about it. i did what go this, to bible college brother what this should do i love this though by the way is encourage our listeners to go back and read the bible go back and read revelations you read it it's all in there, right? And ask and the Holy then, Spirit. You know, what I did, Marty, I said, Holy Spirit, I'm going to read the Bible. And Jesus said that you were going to give give us the Holy Spirit and bring all things to our understanding. And I prayed that as I'm reading the Revelation and then all this comes out. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You know, I'm not hearing this anywhere else. This is a yeah. Doug and Marty versus the world exclusive Bible study here. I love it. So I'll say this too, just, just on the side, same type of thing, not going to go around your, um, what you what was shown to you in scripture, but this is the way the Bible lives. I love this too, because I've been, uh, saved a Christian, uh, for 24 years now, which is crazy. Um, I know you've been saved a lot longer than I have, but the point is, is I've read certain scripture verses, um, throughout the different times of my life, uh, of being saved. And there's, Every time I read it, it doesn't mean something completely new, but the Holy Spirit reveals something different, something refreshing, something fresh that I didn't see before based on the time I am in my life. So even this right here, of course, the Holy Spirit's going to uh, reveal things that, you know, that you probably didn't see before, right? Le- Open levels, your eyes. Well, yeah. how would we have ever even known that except that we've right. lived through the last three years, right? right? And there's a lot of stuff in the Bible about three and a half years. And stuff like that. And it's been, uh, yeah, it's been about three years. So uh, middle of mid, 20, mid, mid 24, we might be into a, you know, a situation here. Right. right? So, um, March of, of, uh, March of 2020 was when all the shutdowny things happened. And so, right. uh, September of this year is three and a half years. Right. So that's an wow. interesting, you know, interesting thing. Uh, speaking of Father Abraham, we were talking about Genesis. Okay. Um, uh, Al, Al Pacino is 83. Okay. <laughs> His 29-year-old girlfriend is pregnant. Uh, saw- so he's trying to trying to do something out, uh, biblical, uh, biblical proportions, but you're still a little too young, Al. We need you to wait another uh, 17 years. You'd be like Abraham, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously, he's got money. Uh, obviously, the, the child will not want probably. Yeah. Uh, but you think about this, but the, I mean, but the word my daughters gave me, my daughters gave me the perfect word to describe this. It's in the dictionary under E it, it's, this is it. Ew. Yeah. I'm going to say gross. <laughs> I thought about going, yuck. Yeah, it's funny. Yuck. Oh uh, my gosh. Um, yeah, no, no, thank you. That's, that's well, 
I guess good for him, right? It's always good. It's a um, sign and a wonder, brother. There we go. A, a sign, sign and a wonder. Um, uh, <laughs> I just a yeah. showstopper. Showstopper. Yeah, that, we're talking about right. the green. We're talking about the green horse and uh, the 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 presidential race. And now now we're out of topics. Nothing yeah. else to talk about. No, no, there's tons to talk about. Obviously, the southern border is still a huge issue. We understand the um, the world economic thing looking at us. We still now, have when you say the southern border, you you are talking about Disneyland, right? No, I'm talking about, you know, here in Texas or something, right? No, I'm talking about the fact that we still have tens of thousands of illegal aliens coming across the border. And there's this push we've talked about before to give them all amnesty without fixing the problem. You know, I know that that was one thing that Donald Trump talked about in 2016, right? That no one else was talking about. He forced the issue around immigration and obviously he won, right? Um you, you said, you know, talking about issues like Kennedy, right? He's talking about the issues that they're not talking about. I think it's important. I'm curious, um, as we talked about the number of people jumping in, and, and, and I don't know what the number will be. So I know when uh, Trump ran the first time, it was it was a lot um, as well. And, and just like in the Democrat primary last time, too, there's a lot of people. But um, I'm curious about Larry Elder. We like Larry. He's a conservative talk show host. He ran for the, uh, remember the uh, recall election against Gavin Newsom in California. Um, is this more of a political or social sort of getting my name out there stunt, or do you think he has a real shot uh, getting through or at least some way through the primary? I think Gavin Newsom is an amazing guy. I think that his, his pride, his ego knows no bounds. And I ex <laughs> fully expect him to, if not exceed, at least achieve Jay Inslee's status in the Democratic <laughs> presidential primary. What do you think, brother? Well, that's funny. I was thinking about Larry Elder, but yes, uh, I, I agree. I, I was going to ask a question earlier. It's not being mean. So, so Doug and I aren't mean. We, we like to laugh and joke a little bit. Um, but it is sad with uh, Joe Biden clearly having mental uh, faculty and physical issues. and physical. Yeah. And then you have John Fetterman, as you talked about before, who clearly was in the hospital, left the, the Senate um, to deal with things. He's got some motor skill things some mental lapses as well, serving in the Senate. So we, we're, then you look at Inslee, who has no apparent physical things, but also struggles in that capacity. And it seems like what in the world is going on with people that are uh, electing them, if you will? Uh, I, we understand the one in Pennsylvania is very curious. We understand that the 2020 election was is still questionable with as far as election integrity. I'll be nice about that. And uh, we have concerns about Washington State's in integrity as well. But um, are they useful dunces or what is this, brother? Yeah, go figure. I, I It's got to be... It's got to be that the power people behind the scene need dunces and puppets in order to do what they do. You, right. you know, if you have, if you had smart people or people that had a conscience or whatever, it would be tougher for them to do what they do. But if you're a dumb person, then they can convince you that, oh, it's cool. You can, you know, you can take this money from China or whatever. Right. And, right. um, and nothing will happen. And, you know, to trust, you know, I always talk about my buddy, Jeff, 
uh, when I was in high school and junior high. And the guy was just an evil guy, right? He would steal your car stereo and sell it back to you, you know, and he, <laughs> and, but he would always come off as being like the really nice guy. We'd go over to his yep. house. His mom would make us peanut butter and jelly, cut the yep. crust off, you know, nice family, nice kid, but you know what? He's always cooking up the next way he can rip you off the neck, the way he can hurt you. He would be the guy that would get you to throw the rock that broke the window and then tell everybody, Oh, that was him. He did. Right. Even though he talked you into it. Right. So right. He, it's right. like, so that's the type of people that are behind this, you know, they want to make it so you can't, you know, and then of course on the, on the Democrat side, you, there is no forgiveness. There is no redemption. If you do something wrong, unless you're them, then it's like, mm -hmm. Oh, at this point, what difference does it make? Right. Hillary Clinton. But, but if it's us, it could have happened 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And you are the most, you know, I mean, look at this, they're bringing up slavery, which ended 150 years ago, 180 years ago. Right. So, um, Is, didn't you say that Saul Alinsky, wasn't it using their values against himself? Since we do care about telling the truth about we have an integrity, they use that against us as a standard. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the, the it's the lawless thing. Right? Yeah. The only reason the lawless thing works is because the the people that are are have integrity will stop for the cops. The people that have integrity will go ahead and pay the five hundred dollars for the stupid you know transit tax and the license tabs and all that. Right. The right. The, the the people that that play by the rules are still playing by the rules, and there won't you know. I, I'm thinking, look, they can't pull you over for not having a license plate. I got pictures on my phone of cars running around here, no license plate. They don't pull them over. They just drive in. I'm thinking we should all just take our license place off because then we can use the carpool lane, the, the hot lanes and all that. We don't have to worry about right. them sending us a bill. And, you know, and, and if everybody would do that, how long do you think it would take them to say, oh, I think we should have it so cops can pull you over if you don't have a license plate anymore? Because <laughs> all the, you know. Overnight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, a, like a minute. Right. And so that Solowinski, one of the things they did was they did the, the, the tax revolts, right? The rent revolts, right. all these different things. Everybody just do it or even the threat of it. Then all of a sudden everything changes. So, you know, maybe in the next session you go down to Olympia and you go, well, me and about 20,000 of my buddies are not going to pay our license tabs and we're taking our license plates off because you can't pull us over anyway. And you can't send us a ticket because you don't have our license plate right. or we just, or we just all you know, the other thing we could do, Marty, we could all just trade license plates. So <laughs> I can put your, your, I can put your Toyota Camry's license plate on my pickup and the Toyota Camry can have the Ford Explorer license. You know, we just play license plate shuffle with everybody. And then they send, they're sending people a ticket and they go, well, I, I don't have a, I don't have a Camry. I have a Ram, right. you know, right. that ain't me <laughs> who are, you know, that wasn't me. <laughs> so you go into court and go, well, I, I don't know. Somebody must've switched my license plate. I guess. I don't know. It was, that wasn't me. You know, and then you're like, okay, so these are the, you know, we, in, in certain ways we want to do it, but then, you know, our integrity is the Lord's like, you know, you don't win by becoming more lawless. Right. Exactly so that's right. the, that's the thing that, so I'm not sure how to work through this, but I'm just, I'm just throwing out, I'm just spitballing brother. Just throwing out I, ideas I, here. There we go. <laughs> so kind of on that note, I have a question for you. You've seen, I, I, you probably have a lot of money in the stock markets. I know, you know, uh, money bags. Right. Um, but the longest losing streak, a streak in 23 years for Target. They're losing money hand over fist, just like Budweiser, right? For this woke agenda they're pushing. I used to I, go it, there. I used to yeah. buy things at Target. You too. Not anymore. Uh, what in the world? 
You know, uh, they're down 15% for the year as far as and that's billions, billions. It looks like it's $11 billion in uh, lost value, if you will. That well, hurts re- and retail is, is tight. You know, I've been a retail guy my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, work for car toys and different different companies and retail is tight you know you cannot sustain those kind of losses uh you know as a as a young fella i remember a company called montgomery wards you know when they started having losses like that they were gone yeah. right i remember a company uh called sears do you remember sears uh-huh. uh, uh now i think pennies might might have pulled back on the stick there st- might still be a few of those around but Woolworths and other yep. retailers that, you know, used to be around that were big. I mean, I used to buy computers and stuff from Montgomery Wards when I lived down in Portland. And all of a sudden they were gone just like that. There was another uh, big electronic company you may remember from a few years ago called Circuit City. That or even before that, Radio Shack, right? Come on. Radio yeah. Shack was the biggest. Did you know Radio Shack was the biggest retailer in the world? I did not know that. Stores and anybody, thousands of stores, brother, they're gone. Somebody just bought the Radio Shack website and it kind of do it, but it's not a Tandy. And then Fry's had the Incredible Universe stores. They're all gone. They uh, Fry's bought out Incredible Universe. All the Fry's stores closed now, looks like. And, um, you know, so, you know, Target, beware, you know, so but Bud Light. Um, yes. you know, which is basically yeah, the same as bush. Dasani, uh, water, um, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, um, yeah. yeah, they've lost billions and they came immediately came out with all these American, you know, girls in in uh, short shorts with cowboy boots, Americana and stuff like that, but nobody was buying it. And there no. was a, actually a stack of uh, Bud Light at the very front entrance of a Walmart store. And, uh, someone had written on it for rectal use only. Uh, so that was uh, interesting. <laughs> Uh, over Memorial Day weekend, uh, racks and racks and racks of Bud Light just sitting there, right? Uh, yes. They're they're trying yep. to compensate, you know, and it sucks for the little family-owned distributors and stuff like that. It's hurting American businesses and stuff like that. But you know, um, a lesson I, I has to be learned, and hopefully, yeah, I, you know, especially now we are in, you know, what I, Pride Month, right? Yes, in, in the middle of June, you can see all these different corporations out there that's shoving it down your face. But this is interesting, too. I, I saw commentary by, I think it was Candace Owens. I'm, I'm giving her credit. It may not have been her, but she was talking about how um, up until um, the Bud Light fiasco, um, that basically the trans movement was just, was just stepping all over women, women's sports, women, whatever, women of the year on, on magazines and so forth, but these men were taking the place of women. And, and even though we were upset about it, there wasn't this national upheaval. And she was talking about how when they entered into a male space, beer drinking, Bud Light, uh, they made a big mistake. But Target's not a male space. Yeah, I think it's just now you woke everybody up. And now, if okay, we're going to react to this kind of overt, you know, uh, not just pandering, but um, propaganda that we don't want. We're not going to buy and support businesses that do this. Uh, so I think uh, it may have been in some cases, uh, you crossed too far. You've stepped now, stepped on the the beer drinking, uh, you know, American. Um, but it's now it's any of it. I, I think it's good. I think, like you said before, I think there's a lot of awakening going on. A lot of, um, hey, wait a minute, this is this is not right. There is still a right and wrong. There is still a people can feel it and see it and going, that's not fair. That's not right. 
you're not going to do that to my kids or my family or whatever. So um, I'm hoping that we, the children across this nation that are being trafficked, the children in schools are, are going to be protected soon, brother. Um, we got to get the, the uh, groomers, if you will, away from children. That should be something that we can rally around. Don't you think right and left? Yeah. And um, people are becoming, look, you're going to get canceled anyway. Right. If you're a, if you're a normal person, if you're a white male, you're really already canceled. Right. I was at a a legislative luncheon today for the chamber of commerce here in my local town. And uh, yeah, there was no white men on that panel at all. Right. They were completely excluded. And um, there's, uh, you know, so they're coming anyway. They, they sing the song. I, I think, did we talk about it last week about the, the, uh, the San Francisco gay choir sang the big song, we're coming for your children. And they're, Oh, we were just kidding. We were just kidding. They weren't kidding. They, no. you know, out of the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. They're telling us what they're going to do. They're telling us what they're doing. SB 5599 here in, in uh, Washington state. I read through the bill again, the law now again today that this thing is, um, you know, if, as long as they're in a licensed foster care, whatever, they have to alert the state patrol, but they do not have to alert the parent that they have the child. Then the state patrol is prevented from uh, telling the parent. And then it's for any of protected, quote, protected healthcare services. So in other words, abortion or what they would call gender affirming care. Now I think gender affirming care is, oh yeah, you have a vagina, you are a girl. You know, um, that would be gender affirming. Right. Um, but no, I feel like I should be something else. And so I'm going to surgically alter myself with non-functional stuff so that I can pretend that. And, you know, the, the, the really the, the super tragic result of this is that people that trans um, have like the highest suicide rate. Right. Because yeah. it doesn't help you so why are we why are we not giving them mental health and helping people to deal see if the religion says there is no truth then they gotta you know these are the consequences right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no truth means no life no no afterlife no nothing right you're just an animal and what do they call let's go back to revelation again what do they call that guy they call the guy the beast right yes yes so i want this I want to get too deep in this, obviously, but we know for a fact that there are groomers, there are people that are pushing this on the kids. If a child has like, hey, I'm playing with Tonka toys and I'm a, I'm a girl and there's an adult saying, you are, you probably identify more as a boy. Well, we, well once you go here and say this, or whatever, it wouldn't take much um, to quote unquote affirm them. And then they do something drastically irreversible, like you said, um, that they have no business doing at that age. That person uh, or persons that led them, that enticed them, that that's, that um, tricked them into doing that, I think should be held accountable. There's got to be some uh, accountability for those that put children in harm's way. Um, and, and I know that at this point there won't, there's anonymity. There shouldn't be, though. If a child can go, you know, oh, I was uh, encouraged to, or it just, we've seen these posters. It's like, just keep sex away from our children. They shouldn't be talking about it. They shouldn't know about it at that age. That should be between the parents and the children as far as discussion. But there's also age appropriateness. That's why they can't buy cigarettes. They can't drink alcohol. They can't vote until they're 18. 
Uh, it's because they're not mature enough. Marty, they can't get a tan on a tanning bed. Yeah. They can't get a tattoo. Yeah. They can't buy a gun. Right. There's a lot of things yeah. you can't do as a minor child. Why? Because you're not mature enough to make a permanent decision to put a tattoo on your body until you're at least the age of 18. Right. You're not even allowed to use a, a, a tanning bed because you're not mentally capable of making a decision because tanning beds are known to maybe cause cancer or whatever. Right. There's problems yeah. with them. You should yeah. at least know the risk that if you're going to do that. So they don't allow minor children yet they would allow a minor child to have a, a complete mastectomy right that's yeah, I, what's more I, permanent a tanning bed or a mastectomy i'm speaking rhetorically yes i know you are i just it it boils our blood because it's wrong we know this it's that's where the the pit of lies really is and, and these adults once again, should be held accountable for uh, passing this law, signing into uh, law, actually uh, following the law. This is one where if you're a law officer, you're a state patrol, and we have some uh, good friends that are in state patrol. We we uh, admire and respect those in law enforcement. It's none of that. Um, what do you do when you sworn an oath to um, protect the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic, when you have uh, to protect the public and you're told that you can't protect children? Um, you're told that you can't tell the parents. I, I'd have a hard time with that, brother. I don't care who you are. I mean, that's like, no, no, I'm not putting a kid. If you take a kid away from their parents and they're going to, uh, for gender reassignment surgery, I'm telling the parents I may lose my job, but that's what we're going to do. It's just, it just seems wrong. I mean, but people will be, will be put in a situation like they were during COVID take the shot or you lose your job. Right. And so many of our friends lost their job. Uh, because they're not being mandated. This is worse. This is not an adult being made or told to do something. And, uh, and it wasn't about the shot. It was yeah. about, will you obey us? Because they yes. don't want you. If you're, if you're thinking in terms of the constitution or freedom or anything like that, uh, they're the things that are doing with the military as well, right? They need to get rid mm -hmm. of the officers and the men and the women who are freedom loving. They need to get people that would be willing to hurt children, willing yes. to hurt people. I mean, yeah. didn't they even say that in the IRS? Are you willing yeah. to use deadly force against your, you know, neighbors basically? Yes. And so, so um, that is a, that's how, that's how you get a Nazi Germany. That's how you get a brown shirts. That's how you get a Gestapo. You get people you that, brought, that kind of, yeah. they kind of get off on hurting people. They really like to threaten people and, and cause them pain and stuff like that. And they're Marty, you know, we don't understand it because that's not us. But no. there are people out there that are evil, wicked people like that. And if they yeah. start having all the badges and all the guns, yeah, bye-bye freedom. Yeah, exactly right. You mentioned this. Remember during the Obama administration, there was a mass exodus of middle-tier officers in the military uh, from a lot of things, the policies they put in place that, you know, this started back then. Uh, and we're like, there's going to be repercussion for that. You still have the senior leaders, the generals and so forth. The, and but you all the middle layer, um, but basically left thousands of them. And then you have uh, the resurgence of Obama's third term under Biden. And they and are pushing with General Milley and all this woke stuff again, sort of cleaning uh, house to get rid of those that would um, stand up against this. Uh, and to your point, take orders, comply, do the things that normal um, officers and leaders wouldn't do. 
if they have they been there raised up or trained up as they would have before. This is this is and when you start looking back, you can see the connecting points. You can see this has been a work in progress for a long time. And it's no wonder they're having a really hard time recruiting into the military. And if you think about it, the uh, first thing that this, this administration did was, you know, to cancel all the leases for oils, um, drive up inflation, cut our, our production, uh, you know, our energy independence, um, leave the border open, cancel some of the, the, uh, the bills and the, the executive orders that Trump had, all making us weaker nationally and internationally. Okay. Then you have a weakened military, a, a military that is focused on all the wrong things. Um, wow. It, is, it seems like we have enemies within that we need to uh, defend, don't you think? To- yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's treason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's again, you, you mentioned uh, Saul Alinsky earlier. Yeah. This, this is, uh, you know, part of that, but that's the tools or the actual methodology they use. But it's a leftist methodology that the left needs you know, when I talk about the left, I'm talking about the hard left, the socialists, the communists, they yes. need the state to become God. They need the man to be God, not, um, not God. And so obviously it's anti-God. You know, I, I was listening to uh, Judge Janine. We met Judge uh, Janine a couple of years ago, you and I, yes. uh, great lady. Uh, but she was talking about how it was all revealed. Like if you want to go to a strip club or a casino have at it. If you want to go shop at Costco, have at it. But if you're a church, you only have 50 people. That's when she's like, uh, obviously that's attack, but the, the church complying right now, there are many, many churches that did not comply. Uh, some kept it under the radar. Others got up in, you know, in your face, like, um, you know, like, and then the truth, the truth is the casualty, right? You know, you're a, you're a a former medical person. Now you're doing making real money, but, um, the a virus can live outside in the sun and wind in about what a second? Yeah, not very long. Not very long at all. No. Yeah. yeah. And and so, um, but yet there's people walking around outside with masks on, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. they 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 said, oh, you can play, you can do sports, but you have to wear a mask outside, right? So that's makes, again, yeah. see, they they just make it up as they go, and it's it's not about the mask; it's about the compliance. Yeah. Why do they? What do they call them? Mandates. See, Man- mandates. Mandates are from kings and from God and stuff like that. They're not laws. They're not duly elected people and and stuff like that. So, you know, one of, the, one of the reasons why I'm running for, you know, an election position here in King County, Washington, is because I don't think they can be unelected. I think they've got the system rigged. And I just, you know, I just want to look under the hood, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I want to see so we can, what- we can fix it if we can figure out, you know, like car if car's making a funny noise and you never put the hood up, uh, you're heading for trouble. Right. You got to, somebody's got to yes. look under there and see what that funny noise is. Got to detect the oil, got to see what's going on, what the noise is. Exactly right. Now on that note, talk more about that race and how important it is, but also talk about, I know that we pre-record. So you have something coming up that would have been yesterday based on the show. Um, but what's going on with this uh, King County lawsuit? Tell yeah. So, that. um, well, that's another interesting thing. And obviously I don't know what the outcome will be, but tomorrow is uh, what they call hearing of motions. And uh, before uh, this, the judge, uh, Judge McCulloch, had said, uh, my courtroom's open. In other words, if there's public support, I should see it. So we got the word out, uh, put it around. Hey, you know, Judge McCulloch's courtroom uh, Friday morning. Um, And um, 
lo and behold, uh, two days ago, uh, we get an email. Oh, by the way, all the motion uh, things have to be by Zoom. So we believe they got word that there was going to be a lot of people showing up, you know, in support of, you know, show us the ballots. Really what this court case comes down to, Marty, is our ballots anonymous, right? Because right. if it's so they're trying to now they've passed a new law this year that excludes ballots and ballot images from public disclosure requirements, right? Mm. Because uh, they did that, of course, in response to our lawsuit, right? So don't tell me that one or two people can't make a difference because we're making a difference. Every, ask Glenn Morgan if one person can make a difference or not, right? right? Yeah. Frequent mm -hmm. guests on our show. But um, yeah, this is, uh, you know, I, I, I actually was able to depose Julie Wise, the current person in that position, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I was going back through it and she says the ballots in the deposition, the ballots are anonymous. So if they're not, and their, their thing is, well, we don't want to disclose the ballots because it might, uh, you know, lose the anonymity of voter information, but yet the same time, you can't have it both ways. Either they are, right. or they aren't. Either. Now, if they're not yeah. anonymous, that's another problem because it's a violation of the law, right? The, right. the constitution right. of the, of Washington state. If they so, know who it is. They can uh, adjust them as they see fit to your point. Or right. Just, knowing how people vote is a bad thing, right? You don't, yes. it's a secret ballot for a reason so that you can actually vote without being in fear that someone's going to know how I vote and burn my house down or just whatever. One, I'm going to circle back just for a second. So there's an open courtroom in Seattle. This is 2023 um, where everybody was planning on showing up to show support or having a transparent election to support you and the others in the lawsuit. And they may put it on zoom and they, did they tell you why? They put it on Zoom. They they don't have to tell you why they're in charge and you're not. They do it. You do it our way or the highway. Think and, about uh, that for a second, right? Zoom's convenient, and it was put in place much because of the lockdown. But there's no COVID. There's no lockdowns. There's no uh, rational reason for Zoom except for the fact that they don't want people showing up and showing support. Yeah. Um, well, that is, of course, uh, now we've changed it to what we want. You know, wanting everybody. You know, we've got dispersing the code far and wide. So we want to crash the zoom servers uh, with lots of people and we're going to take a TV set down there. Uh, so we're recording on Thursday. So that'll be tomorrow for us. And uh, we're going to show the zoom thing on the sidewalk in front of the nice. courthouse and let everybody that wants to see, you know, so we're going to, there's going to be more people that are going to be seeing it than could have yes. packed in that court. So that's what we have to do. We have to, we have to continually tell them, no, this is not how, this is our country, not your country. You have been elected, appointed, whatever, to serve us. And we're not here as your, your servants, but right. we're here, uh, you're here to serve us, right? And that's, that's right. Uh, but, the, but you know, increasingly well, more. And as they indoctrinate the children, the children are like, oh, no, you got to obey the government. Oh, the Bible says, Romans 13, you got to obey the government. Well, if we'd have gone with that, then there wouldn't be any America. There we go. We should, we should all be English or whatever. Right. So with the uh, Zoom, though, to your point earlier about control, think about this. First of all, it allowed the, the parents to see what was going on in the classroom. Good. But other than that, teachers, administrators, myself, when I do training and so forth, is on Zoom. And the power of Zoom is when someone does, you don't want someone to talk, you just turn them off. You silence their mic. Um, whereas in a courtroom, you can order, you can gavel them down, but you can't quiet them. They're going to have their peace. And so Zoom is a way of controlling input. 
I'm going to listen to you. I can, you know, for so much, but then I can shut you off. And so that is, uh, it's, it's, I think it's a slippery slope as well when it comes to the public square. When you understand that during last year's session, was it the legislative session was held that way? There's got to be something that harms the whole public discussion when it's done by Zoom, brother. Yeah, well, and that was uh, the the session that the uh, 2020 session, 2021 sessions in in the state, uh, they were doing that basically shutting off, you know, noisy people like Jim Walsh and stuff. But um, yeah, I I don't think it's legal. I don't think it's constitutional. Um, You know, the nice thing is it is all being exposed. I think that's true. And, um, you know, God is in control and we're going to have revival if we keep praying and we keep standing up and showing up. As Glenn Morgan always says, the future belongs to those that show up. Well, this is Doug and Marty versus the world. My name's Doug Bassler. My co-host is Marty McLennan. You can go to DougandMarty.com, and uh, there's, you know, past episodes of the show. You can uh, share with your friends there, as well as um, you can contact us and let us know what your opinion is, because we like to hear from you, don't we, Marty? Yes, we do. Reach out to us. We want to hear. See you later. Yep. Well, this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. A blessing, God bless America.